And these are the type of things like it's Pavlovian, like you hear the ding and you feel a requirement to respond, but that is your own. And that's why boundaries are so important. You put up your boundaries to protect yourself, but it's still, you have to abide by them. It's nobody else's responsibility to. You're listening to the Thought Leaders Business Lab, the podcast for coaches, thought leaders, and change makers who are ready to become the standout expert. If that's you, stay tuned because you're in the right place. I'm your host, Samantha Riley, and I want to help you build a successful business sharing your expertise, generate the impact and income you need to create your ideal lifestyle. It's time to make a difference and scale up. Are you ready? Let's enter the lab. Welcome to the Thought Leaders Business Lab, Marsha. It's so awesome to have you joining me today. Thank you so much, Samantha. I'm really excited to be here. I think it's really cool how we sort of bumped into each other because you were on one of the live streams for my other podcast, uh, Business Geeks podcast, and I brought up the topic of boundaries and you just jumped in there and I could tell that you really owned that conversation. And one of my co-hosts, Jennifer Crawford, said, oh, Marsha is the the person about talking about boundaries. And I knew straight away that I had to have you on the show. So uh, thank you for jumping in so quickly. Really appreciate that. Well, I am so excited to be here because Jennifer Crawford knows this, but I have been fangirling over your podcast because it's just, it's so good. I love the live aspect that you have on Facebook. And so when I, when I heard boundaries, my ears just perked up and I started typing really fast. (laughs) (laughs) You did start typing really fast. Those messages were coming through so well. And I was like, oh, I have to speak to this person. She sounds amazing. Um, And that's what we're going to dive into today, boundaries. And I think the reason that you and I got so excited when, you know, when I brought up the topic and when you jumped in is because I feel that entrepreneurs are some of the worst people ever to have some sort of boundaries. You know, most, especially in the coaching world, coaches and consultants, we really, really care for our clients and the our personal boundaries really, you know, the walls really get let down. I'd love you to share with us before we even dive into this topic, how did you come to be talking about this topic and sort of, cause I know you noticed the same sort of thing that I noticed. Sure. I did. When we were preparing for this interview, I mentioned that the works really started at the pandemic, like when the pandemic began, because I just started to notice a common trend with entrepreneurs, but I actually was supposed to present the Building Better Boundaries at my third conference, which unfortunately was postponed because of the pandemic. It was supposed Mm -hmm. to happen on March 20th of 2020, but we ended up moving it to September, um, which we'll see, knock on wood, who knows, you know, US, the US is not doing too well. No, and I think (laughs) September is going to be here before we know it. (laughs) Right. We we may be moving virtually, so we'll see. But um, But so I was actually going to be talking about the boundaries during my conference, but it was going to be a 20 minute presentation. And then the pandemic happened and it was like a kick, like the door was kicked in like, oh my gosh, Marsha, you need to be helping people with this because as you said, entrepreneurs, we are the worst with boundaries because we are so passionate about what it is that we're doing and what it is that we're bringing to the market that 
We can forego sleep. We can forego food. We can forego our relationships <laughs> with our families. <laughs> so, Absolutely. Yeah. And it's like whenever you have that unrest and that feeling of fright, I guess, that it, which is what happened during the pandemic, you want to go towards the things that make you feel safe. And for an entrepreneur, work is what makes us feel safe. But mm. guess what? You know, as you and I discussed before we hit record, you, it's burnout is inevitable. You cannot sustain a 100 mile per hour or kilometer. I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> not sure. yeah. Well done. I like that. <laughs> thank, you. thank you. I have Canadian family. So, um, <laughs> but like you just cannot sustain a lifestyle that is going full throttle because you will burn out. So mm. I saw that in my networks. I saw that people were you know, on like in Zoom rooms 24-7, like, hey, do you want to meet up on Zoom? Do you want to do this? Do you want to do that? My family actually, we left because we're located right out of the the uh, nation's capital, Washington, D.C. And mm-hmm. so we didn't know what was happening. So we actually went to my in-law's lake house a few hours away. It's in Western Maryland. It's off the grid and luckily not off the Wi-Fi grid. But we... <laughs> Because, you know, that I would have... Yeah, there's a ridiculous amount of boundaries right there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, but we we took off and head, headed there. And it was just fascinating to watch because I was in a completely different environment than my normal home. And watching people with the meetings and the messages and let's meet, let's, you know, let's talk and let's reconnect and all of this. And it just was wild to me. It was mm. just fascinating to see it from an outsider's view because I was with my family and that has always been my priorities uh, is to make sure that the health of my family is okay, the mental health and the physical health. And so I just started to see that. And, and you mentioned that too, as well, Samantha, that you you started to notice those trends as well. And so I'm, I'm so glad that we connected that we're, we're doing this because, and we did it in such fast <laughs> action. It was so cool the way that it happened. Absolutely. It was meant to happen. This is a conversation that we were meant to be happening or having right now. And, you know, you mentioned the, going for, to burnout. And I think that this is really important for people to even notice before we before we talk about different ways that burnout can creep in because we, you know, I mentioned earlier, care so much about our clients. But when we burn out, and it will happen, it will happen if you don't have boundaries, you're unable to care for your clients in the way that you really want to do. So if we don't look after ourselves first, we're unable to give and to look after our clients in the best way that we can. So it's it's kind of counterintuitive that we need to pull back from where we think we need to be heading to be able to make sure that we're showing up in a caring way, that we're able to think clearly, that we're able to think on our feet fast or, you know, be creative, all of the things that we need to bring to the table. Definitely. And that's one of the things the your biggest aha moments happen when you're not sitting at the computer. Mm-hmm. Am I Every right? time. Every time. Yeah. It's like you your brain needs that rest for the creativity. And to be an entrepre- entrepreneur is to be a visionary and you you're, you're not going to get a good look at the puzzle if you're just hovering over it. Like it's good to get away and get different get different aspects of it. So yeah, it's, it's 
it's a necessary thing to have boundaries because it does in the long run help your clients. Because as you mentioned, if you're burned out, you're not going to be able to provide what they need. And Mm. Yeah, so we're here to help, right? Right, Sam? Absolutely. We're, absolutely. We're <laughs> absolutely. Well, let's start. Let's start with what are some of the ways that you've seen people uh not sort of looking after boundaries or putting boundaries in place because there might be a lot of people listening that don't even realize it's happening because they are looking through the lens of I just want to make sure that I'm caring on my clients. What what are some of the ways that you've seen maybe with yourself or with others that they're just, there's no boundaries there. I think with the number one thing, and I absolutely love technology. I love the fact that you and I are talking to each other right now. It's 6 p.m. where I'm at. And it's, what time is it where you are? Yeah, it's it's uh, eight in the morning here. Whoa. Yeah. So I just think that's so cool. But I do think that that's the number one issue is the over accessibility of everyone. Mm-hmm. and as I mentioned, like living outside the nation's capital, there's no reason if you're on the same time zone for you to be doing something after normal business hours, you know, Mm -hmm. unless it's work that you want to do on your own. But the just the constant accessibility from like 6am until 12, 12am, basically. Yeah. And people pinging you on Slack or text messaging you or calling you or (laughs) it's Mm -hmm. just people can reach you in so many different ways. And that just drives me absolutely insane. And so when I first came up with the, the boundary talk for my conference, it was because of that, because I, I met someone who I had put in touch with another person, like connected the two of them by email. And I saw her in person at a networking thing. And she asked for my cell phone number. And I just said, Oh, no. (laughs) 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 Because I had already experienced the turmoil of non clients having my cell phone number and just reaching out because you know, I I'm a pretty brilliant person. So I have like a lot of of good ideas. (laughs) Of course. I'm humble too. Very humble. <laughs> but If you don't know, you know who will, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But I just had, I'd had that experience and that pain of people reaching out to me at any given time. And my number one thing in life is freedom. I love freedom. Mm-hmm. I prefer, mm-hmm. yeah, that's like my number one thing is to be able to have freedom over my schedule. And so people reaching out to me when I was, you know, at my kid's school or at a baseball game or whatever it was that I was doing, it just was, it was too much. And so that's the, that's the biggest issue I see is that people, not just the accessibility, but accommodating it too. So like you can, I, and that was one of the things I had to learn that even if someone texts me that doesn't mean that I need to respond to it right away. Like a, an right. emergency on their part does not make it an emergency on my part, you know, to oh, respond. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah. So the urgency is there for them, but for me, so I, I had to actually wean myself off of my response time because mm. it just got to be too much. I was getting hit on Facebook, you know, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, email, cell phone. And so 
I just, I would see text messages. And if I had like an instant feeling of dread or like an eye roll, I would say, okay. And I would put a reminder in my phone to respond at a certain time that day. Mm. And, and these are the type of things like it's Pavlovian, like you hear the ding and you feel a requirement to respond, but that is your own. And that's why boundaries are so important. You, you put up your boundaries to protect yourself, but it's still, it's, you have to abide by them. It's nobody else's responsibility to, you know, like we, we absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I actually caught myself out and it was right at the beginning of the pandemic, you know, as a lot of us did, it was, it was just like head down, make sure my clients are okay. What do they need from me? Make sure that I'm accessible in case they're going through some, you know, tough times or dark thoughts or don't know where to go next. And I I sort of just said to them, look, I'm here for, for whatever you need. Now, what actually happened was there was a few nights in a row where I had um, messages come through on my Facebook Messenger after 10 p.m. at night. And I, I, I'm getting ready to go to bed at 10 p.m. I'm certainly not in my, in my best frame of mind to be answering a question. Right. And the, my first couple of thoughts was, you know, how dare that person send me a message at 10 o'clock at night, right? And this is where all of a sudden I had this aha moment one night and I went, actually, that's not the boundaries of my client crossing. That's me because at that point I've got the decision of what I do with that message. And exactly like you said, you know, that message comes through, you see the name of the person, you kind of see the, you know, the first little bit of the message. And I noticed I was starting to get really anxious and really kind of quite frustrated and and even angry when I was getting these messages late at night. And that's when I had the moment, hang on a minute, this is my problem, not someone else's, because they may have just been sending it while it was in their, you know, top of mind. They may not have even been expecting an answer right at that point. And what I did was deleted messenger, uh, the notifications off my phone. So when I was sitting there at 10 o'clock at night, I didn't get a notification until I opened my laptop the next morning. And that was probably the biggest change that I made at the beginning of the pandemic. And it made me so much more relaxed. And like you, freedom is one of my highest values. And I think that, you know, looking at our highest values will give us a a real insight into what boundaries we do need to put into place to make sure that we're happy in our life. Exactly. And I love that you did that too, because that's one of the first tips that I give people is like, you need to remove all of the notifications from your phone. I don't even, my text message little bubble guy is in a different folder on my phone. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. I have to proactively go into there to see if people have texted me because- Yeah, with the the work that I'm doing, I need to be able to have that 100% focus. And I think that, honestly, that's the best way to treat a client is if they know that, okay, she has these things, like she may seem like a hard ass to work with, you know, but like, if she's treating me like this, she's treating all of her clients like this. And that means that she values me 100% with her time and energy while she's focused on me. And, Absolutely. Yeah, and and what you said too, and I feel like this this is very common. And I don't, I I get into the whole sexism thing, but for females, like we want to help everyone. And at the beginning of the pandemic, I thought that too. Um, but I told people like where they had access to me because I have mm-hmm. a, a private Facebook group, 
And I said, look, people, we, you know, we're all doing the best that we can given the situation we're in. So this is where I'm going to be spending my time in my Instagram stories and in my Facebook community. So like, you know, and I was, I was actually scheduling posts and that kind of thing, like super visible in there, which I'm very not visible. (laughs) I, I, you know, that's something that I go back and forth with a lot, but um, I am a pretty private individual. So, but during that time, I knew that I needed to be the leader that people had trusted Mm. me to be, you know, and especially with the conference being postponed, I didn't want people to think like, oh, she's just taking off with my money. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But that's a really good, important point that you bring up in that we're able to show by example to our clients how they can look after themselves, how they can make sure that they've set boundaries with their clients so that they can show up to be the best that they are. And caring for your clients doesn't mean having access, them having access to you 24-7. One of my really good friends, Carl Taylor, said to me one day, and this was game-changing for me, he said, and he didn't say it to me, we were just having this conversation, and he said the day that the world changed for him was when he just discovered or decided that your emergency is not my emergency. And I was like, wow, that is so true. Your emergency is not my emergency. So in actual fact, caring for our clients exactly like you say it's just saying this is how you can contact me this is how you can reach me this is where you can post to make sure that you get your answers it's so you know we don't need to be there 24 7 exactly and I've found that the people that have the 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 strongest boundaries they're the ones that they're they're respected more because Mm -hmm. People just respect their time more because they know they're not going to be able to get a, get away with things, you know? Because mm. if somebody mm-hmm. has 24-7 access to you, you're enabling them to jump straight to you to solve their problems as opposed to them being able to solve their problems. Because I know we've all had that that person who you know, they, they need you to review something or, you know, just look something over real quick for them. But that's part of them growing and stretching as a person to have that self-trust in themselves to not always have someone that they can run to that will solve their problems immediately. Um, Oh my goodness. I love that so much that we're enabling them to not be resourceful. That is just so powerful because any entrepreneur, the stronger or the thing that's going to, to get any of us through is resourcefulness. It's knowing where to go to possibly find the answer and us solving problems for our clients and not allowing them to build that resourceful uh, muscle, I guess, is, wow, that's just so powerful. Thank you. <laughs> and I wanted to say that there's actually like you, you basically said this, but there's like a formatted, you can have this when you send proposals to get new clients, like how I work, you can have an how I work document that literally states like, these are the hours you can reach me, that I'll respond to you within an hour. If you reach me, you know, if you contact me Friday at this time, expect a response on Monday. And that way, it's not it's not that you're being super rigid, you're actually helping these people because a lot of people like we mentioned earlier on in the conversation, they're, they might be sending something to you because it's stream of thought for them. So they're thinking, mm-hmm. 
oh, this is on my mind right now. Let me send it to Sam real quick. And then she'll respond to me tomorrow or the next day. They're not expecting you. Yeah, they're not expecting you to see it and be like, oh, let me push back everything that I had going on, you know, but we just have unrealistic expectations on ourselves. So that's why for me, like I actually created, it's called a boundary board and it has four different segments. And that's like, you actually visually put down the four parts of your personal and professional life that you want to focus in on at this time. And that way you can refer to that if you do feel something tugging at you or not something, someone, maybe something. (laughs) Um, Well, well, that someone normally, normally brings up some sort of feeling and it's different for everyone you know like I mentioned before I started to feel you know a bit of frustration and anger that so wasn't about someone else that was so about me oh yeah a hundred percent yeah yes so so what are the four the four quadrants of your boundaries board that's what you get to pick so I I actually have can I tell them about the the gift yeah go for it awesome (laughs) so I put together a Well, it's actually, it's the quick start guide that I had formulized at the beginning of the pandemic. And if you go to my website, and I know Sam does a great job with all the show notes, um, but so it's marciasheehan.com slash lab, then you'll have access to the Building Better Boundaries quick start guide. And that has the boundary board and there are sample topics of where you want to build your boundaries around. And then I also have a sample of what my boundary board was at the beginning of the pandemic. And it was actually three parts personal life and one part professional life. And so now it's like three parts professional, one part personal. So it's something that you can revisit every month, every quarter, but it's an actual visual. It's like an organization chart And you deem what it is that you want to protect because that's what boundaries do. They provide that that buffer to keep things from pretending to become a a priority for you. Mm, I love that. So can you give us an idea of uh, just a couple of the sample topics for a professional life just to get someone's mind ticking and thinking, oh, is that me? Well, I did. So there's finances, like you can put boundaries around like what you're willing to spend your money on, uh, just basically like budgeting. So so what you do is you pick out your primary, the overwhelming priority, and then you have subparts to it. So like for finances, you could actually go in and look at where your money's going, what money's coming in, and how you can trim you know, trim down or if there's clients that you should be reaching out to, uh, you know, following up with people in your pipeline, that kind of thing. Um, education's another one. Like if you need to do any training or if you are putting on any workshops or training, that kind of thing, that your work schedule too. So like actually coming up with a work schedule for yourself, like I'm accessible from 10 AM to 1 AM. And then like writing these things down, because for me, I'm just very, (laughs) I have a lot of, you know, a lot of pots on the stove. And that's an entrepreneur thing, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So there, there's a lot of stuff going on. So for me, I need to have like on Sundays, Sundays is when I plot out my week. 
and like I every week looks completely different but like I have to have like my my time blocks so like you could put down work schedule as one of your four quadrants and then like four hour time blocks um you know basically like the your time parameters of when you will talk to people and when you won't I think that calendars are a very overlooked um, part of uh, us setting boundaries. I think that a lot of people don't really understand the uh, the idea around we control our calendar. Other people shouldn't and shouldn't control our calendar. And something that I learned oh, years and years and years ago from my very first business coach, the, the, the very first thing we went through was him looking at my calendar and going, no wonder you're burnt out. Like, take a look at this. You know, I wasn't spending time doing the things that I love to do, which was, you know, going to the gym. I wasn't putting time aside to spend, you know, time with uh, my children, you know, in a way where we weren't just having a chat while I was working. So I started to really time block that there's times where I went to the gym. My staff knew that I was there. There was no point them calling. I didn't take my phone with me, you know, um, and that that goes back to what you were saying before about empowering the people in your world to be able to make decisions for themselves. Um, that That's another boundary then that you're giving other people the the empowerment to to make decisions you know I was time blocking time when I picked up my children from school on Friday we would go and get coffee and and have cake and instead of chatting to them while I was doing something we were sitting at a table and being very present with each other Um, and I still use that to this day I don't do any client facing activities on Mondays or Fridays because that's time that I spend on my business it's time where I'm planning. It's time where I'm doing what I need to do, you know, with the creative things or or planning that needs to happen or spending time with my team, Um, you know, and then that way, the time that I do spend with my clients in the middle of the week, they get my full undivided attention. So I think that that looking at our calendars is or looking at your calendar is one of the very first places to go to really feel like you're, you're back in control and getting your freedom back. Exactly. And I feel like, Sam, I feel like I'm interviewing you and you're the expert because (laughs) definitely not, definitely not. (laughs) Some awesome boundaries. It's, you know, it's, that's perfect. And what you said, like empowering your staff, like to know, okay, like this is, and, and that's actually another practice that I have people do is that I have them envision and actually do like a journaling. I'm very big on writing. I think that you need to write stuff down because it really helps me. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) it helps everyone else. But I have them envision a boundary boss. So someone that they know who just is so set in their ways that people like your staff wouldn't even think like, oh, let's, let's text Sam and see if this is urgent to her. No, you're at the gym, but they know, Mm -hmm. they know Mm -hmm. where your gym is. If it's like Mm -hmm. really urgent, one of them's going to drive and meet you there, or, you know, they're going to call the actual fitness center and get Mm -hmm. you on the phone, you know, and that's going to help them with, (laughs) with, um, you know, being resourceful, but, um, visualizing like a boundary boss, like someone who, you know, who just has impenetrable boundaries 
And then whenever you feel like in a weird place with someone or a situation, you can just say, okay, well, what would Sam do, you know, in this situation? Because it's always Mm. like easier to look externally and then say, oh, "Oh, she would never let that fly, you know? And then you're like, yeah, I could do that too. And then one of the other things too is to have like a boundary buddy. So like if this is brand new to you and, you know, because I personally for me, um, personal boundaries can be harder than professional boundaries. So having like a trusted confidant who you can either role play with or someone that you can celebrate, like whenever you put up a boundary with someone, because people are going to push back. That's the thing, especially if you've Mm -hmm. never had boundaries, they're going to wonder why, because that's just natural. Like people, you know, they, they, they want access when they want access. So when Mm -hmm. you, when you tell them no, then they're like, no, this isn't okay with me. Like I, I need my answer yeah. now or I, yep. I, need, I need you now. And it's like, eh, you know, so if you, if you've had boundary issues in the past, having someone that you can actually confide in and, you know, celebrate with when you do um, put a, whenever you're, you, you reinforce a boundary or someone that you can commiserate with, <laughs> those are good things to have because this is tough work, you know, like it is. Yeah. yeah, You you're putting the boundaries up to protect yourself. But like I said, it doesn't, it doesn't mean that other people are going to respect them. So I love that you talked about a buddy there, because I think that, that when you first do start to put up boundaries, if you've never done that before, you start to question yourself and you think, oh, oh am, am I am I doing this wrong? Should I be doing this? Am I letting people down? There's all the things that come up because it's different to how you've done it before. So I think it's a fantastic idea. Yeah, it's, it's that saying, new level, new devil. And it's mm-hmm. basically like putting up boundaries. That's showing, you know, your clients, the universe, your family members, you know, that's showing like, no, time's up. Like I am, I'm protecting myself and my gift and my zone of genius and you're not going to get in there and <laughs> and do what you want with it. So, yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. I love that. And new, definitely new level, new devil for anyone that wants to grow their business and they're listening to this thinking, oh, maybe I need to put some boundaries up. I'm going to suggest that you definitely need to put some boundaries up because as your business grows and there's so many more things to do and so many more people to, to look after and, and, you know, you've got your team that you're working with. If you don't put up boundaries, it will blur and and your business won't be able to grow as fast as it should. So definitely start to have a look at what boundaries. Definitely recommend downloading Marsha's resource, the Building Better Boundaries Quick Start Guide. And yes, we will definitely pop that in the show notes, Marsha. Awesome. But for us to finish off this episode, what's what's that one thing that you would love to leave our listeners with to really get them thinking? I think that my favorite quote that my husband uses all the time (laughs) (laughs) is prior proper planning prevents poor performance. And so if you can really get into your mind and see what it is that you feel like is not in integrity with you or not in alignment with you, with your with the way that you're working right now or the way that people are accessing you, 
if you can write that down and then plan it out, like plan out strategies. I think like you said, Sam, with the calendar, like time blocking is a godsend. When I figured that out, I I read it, I think in either essentialism or um, I can't remember which book it was, but he Mm -hmm. talked about building a productivity bunker. And that was such a game changer for me professionally to actually that that probably was the beginning of my boundary work um so just you have like i feel like the groundwork with boundaries is determining what it is that you feel is important in your life and then going from there and then just expecting that the boundaries are going to be pushed on but having the strength to know that you're your own advocate, that you're you're looking out for what's best for you and what's best for your business and your clients ultimately. Absolutely. Absolutely. Marsha, thank you so much for coming on the show today and sort of exploring this topic because it happened so organically, but it's something that I have definitely been noticing with so many people in the past few months uh, and there's a lot of people starting to feel really tired and burnt out. I can I can see it and I, I think this is a really important topic so that we can all show up and continue to build our business because not only do we need it for ourselves and our family, but let's face it, the world economy right now needs us to be building better businesses. Exactly. And that happens by protecting your business's most important asset and that is you so (laughs) so and mic drop moment (laughs) thank you so much Marsha for coming on the show and talking about this with us thank you I really appreciate it thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to listen to the show whenever you're ready here are three ways I can help you number one grab a free copy of the thought leaders positioning checklist over at samantharileyglobal forward slash checklist number two check out my inner circle for coaches experts and change makers over at samantharileyglobal forward slash inner circle or number three connect with me to discuss how I can work with you on a more personal or a one-on-one level at hello at samanthariley.global. I look forward to hanging out with you here again on Thursday right here on the Thought Leaders Business Lab.